Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. What a week and what a time for Buffalo's waterfront. There is no Bill Stadium and there is no housing, contrary to uh, comments from here and there. We're so happy to be at Canal Side. I mean, just look at this. Uh, we're part of the growth, the redevelopment. Um, we're a player in terms of we've been asked to play on the playground and we're so excited to be here. How does one sled on a flat surface? I got to ask about that. Well, we're going to build some hills. <laughs> Great question, Mike. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. Exploring more. LaSalle Park, the Outer Harbor. Big news for all three this week. A bit about each on this edition of the podcast. Let's start with the long-awaited opening of the shiny new toy on the waterfront at Canal Side the Explore and More Museum. We are still in our soft phase, and by soft phase we're still bringing groups in. We'll have school children come in. Um, we'll have um, just adults playing. We'll have community groups playing. We're still in that phase. Michelle Urbanzik, Explore and More CEO, speaking with reporters and Mike at the building dedication this week. Come along for a tour with our Mike Baggerman. So when you tour, you'll see that there's one more zone still left to go. Um, that could be done in a matter of three days or three weeks. It's just a matter of safety for us for all the exhibits. Everything has been tested um, and that we are ready for a great visitor experience. Today was a big day for us because as you can see, we have the signage on our building and it is the building dedication to put Ralph C. Wilson Jr.'s name on the museum. And we were really fortunate last year to get that $6 million matching grant and now we're just really pleased to have his name on the building. The fabric is still children play immersive uh, play through learning or learning through play. So what we're trying to do here is we're going from 5,000 square feet to 43,000 square feet. So we're able to have a broader audience. We're able to grow up a little bit. The other museum was really aged about three to six. This is really zero all the way to 12. And if you talk to a lot of my construction workers, they were mostly playing with the exhibits the most. Um, so we're growing up quite a bit here. And again, children will learn through play. And we heard today a, a recurring theme that it's so much more than just a place for kids to learn and grow. It's also about the resurgence of Buffalo. What do you hope what role do you hope that this museum will play in the future of Buffalo? Well, we're so happy to be at Canal Side. I mean, just look at this. Uh, we're part of the growth, the redevelopment. Um, we're a player in terms of we've been asked to play on the playground, and we're so excited to be here. Um, and we brought our toys, is what I basically say. Um, but for us, we went from a staff of about 10 to a staff of over 40, which is large. Um, so in terms of employment, we are, we've increased our education staff. We've increased our professional staff. We also have a retail shop and a full cafe that is also hiring as well. So within our building, there'll be about 60 workers um, at Canal Side first when we were at Exploring More in East Aurora. Um, but we're just happy to be part of the community and happy that we're right in the middle. Um, so we'll have people coming from all over the counties and uh, being centrally located. Michelle, what exactly is this last zone that's being worked on here? Um, that is actually our playing together. That zone celebrates our sports um, and our love for 
sports and all different sports. And so what you're going to be seeing when you look in is a rigging and rambling, which is a climbing structure, and you're seeing a track. So those are the last two. They purposely are the last two because, as you can see, it will hold up the other zones from being done. Um, so those are the last two coming in. And then, of course, we have tweaks um, to some of the exhibit pieces here over the next you, week or two. Do you have a favorite exhibit here? There's so much. What's your absolute favorite part of this? I don't know. It depends on my day and my mood. Um, sometimes I go in and, and there's this beautiful wall called Sketchtown where kids can draw a picture and then they scan it in and it's on the wall and they move it with their body. And we're one of two museums in the country to have it. So sometimes I just love seeing that and how vibrant it is. Other times it's moving water because I love the calmingness of it. Um, I love the part. I, I don't know because every day I go in and I think I have a new favorite. They joke that the MRI machine is actually my favorite piece. Um, it's just gorgeous and adorable. And I've never seen such a little mini MRI that does the noise. And uh, so I think there's just lots of pieces. But I don't have a really favorite because every time I turn around, you know, I'm in love with the cow now. So I, I affectionately named it Little Jerry after our staff person here. Um, but there's just so much happening that when you come in, I think when you come, every time you come, you'll go, oh, I love that. There's just so many elements and pieces that I love. How many kids are you, how many kids and parents, families are you going to be able to accommodate here? Um, we are going to do something uh, a little bit different. Um, lines at a children's museum is not a good idea. So a three-year-old standing in a line, if you've ever been a parent with a three-year-old, standing in line is not a good thing for a children's museum. So it's funny because we're against the grain. People want this big opening with lots of people outside. And my audience is my little guys. And that's who I need to please first. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to start opening um, time tickets. And it's going to be small numbers and start growing the visitor experience. Because one thing that does not work is having oh we saw 1200 people well if 1200 people aren't having a good visitor experience and kids can't play and be immersed we're missing our mission and our mission is really to have kids play and grow and learn and if they can't get to something they can't play and grow and learn so we are going to actually start very slow and increase the occupancy to see what's a good number that we are hitting our mission so it's bigger than a number, and we've got to hit that educational program. Any ballpark ideas? I mean, we're talking hundreds or dozens? Or... Oh, no. Um, right now, so we've been testing it with how many people we could really have in the building and testing it. We are anywhere from about six to 700 at one time. That's really fun. Um, but, again, that's what the, we've played with adults. So now we have to bring it down to our little guys. So we're estimating about 800. Is a good number for you can see all the photos of the inside of Exploring More at WBEN.com. So let's take a short trip northward now across downtown Buffalo to the old LaSalle Park. LaSalle Park is on the cusp of receiving a $100 million makeover. Imagine LaSalle is out with their vision, and it's all thanks to the huge funding influx from the Ralph C. Wilson Foundation. Well, you're going to see a concept design proposal that reflects citizens, stakeholder, and municipal aspirations for this landmark park. Um, Robert Shibley, Dean of the UB School of Architecture and Planning, with Mike and the Inside Skinny on the big and very creative plans. It is a park now and will become a new one, but it will retain the program elements of the existing park. So all of the current users and, and uh, people committed to this place uh, are accommodated in what is, I think, a, a richly designed and, and improved park space. And there'll be additional activities. You'll be able to sled on what is otherwise a flat park now. <laughs> 
you'll you'll capture really spectacular views out to Lake Erie that heretofore have not been well framed. And you'll be able to traverse uh, the interstate uh, to the neighborhood to the east uh, with much more comfort. How does one sled on a flat surface? I got to ask about that. Well, we're going to build some hills. <laughs> it's it's about uh, moving the land, berming near the highway to reduce the the noise and to improve the quality of the bridging condition. So when you come off that bridge, you're on a a, a sled slope. The, the topography is a gift that we are bringing to the park through this design process and through the the brilliance of Michael Van Valkenburg, who is the landscape architect that's been retained. What can we expect to see uh, in the future there? I know it's a lot built uh, near the community as well, but are we expecting it to be used for, uh, say, concerts, for festivals, any sort of major events at LaSalle Park? Yes, indeed. All of the festival agendas that we have enjoyed in, in LaSalle Park will be able to continue to enjoy, I think, in, in enhanced surroundings. Um, and we'll see a much better landscape treatment. We'll see a much better address to the Colonel Ward pumping station and its relationship to the park. Um, we will make improvements around the Splash Park and pool area and uh, literally throughout the park where now you can walk parallel to the water on one walkway. You'll have a, a number of new path alternatives for both biking and walking. Okay, back southward again across the Buffalo River now and off to the Outer Harbor. Oh, it's really an amazing space. Steve Rinaldi at the Erie Canal Harbor Development Corporation telling Mike all about the preferred plan for the 200-acre Outer Harbor. It expands upon much of what's there now and adds in some pretty exciting new spaces and options. It's a mixture of, you know, uh, passive and active recreational areas, um, additional five miles of trail, increased access down to the water's edge so you can actually get down in places and touch it. There'll be more places to get out to the Outer Harbor and fish. Um, we're going to maintain the marina that's out there, keep all those slips. Uh, and then down at the southern end by Terminal B, we're actually going to reuse that building. We're going to strip it back save about 25,000 square feet of it um, and open it up into sort of a, a multi-use, multi-purpose recreational facility. So we're not going to be surprised by seeing there's a Bill Stadium idea or anything? There is like no Bill Stadium and there is no housing, contrary to uh, comments from here and there. But no, it's, uh, you know, we've worked really hard with stakeholders, with the public, with the agencies over, like I said, almost nearly a year now. And uh, I think we have pretty good buy-in. You know, we've done two surveys. Uh, the last one, 67% of the people in Survey 2 said that we're doing a good job and we're listening. They don't love everything, but that's how things go. Um, but we, I think we've got a really great plan for a lot of people. I want to ask you again about Terminal B. We, I saw some of the renderings of it. It kind of looks like a shell of what the current building is, but you're saying it's going to be a multi-use. What do you expect the uses to be of? Well, you know, we're, again, we want to save the frame. Uh, the building is right along the water's edge. It's a two-story uh, metal structure. It has a lot of utility left in it. Um, but when we do that, we certainly need a little bit of covered space. It can be windy out in the Outer Harbor from time to time. Uh, so we're going to keep, again, around 25,000 square feet from anything from back of house uh, to possibly a visitor center 
restrooms, potentially small food service, retail, things like that. But the actual deck, the remaining 75,000 square feet of concrete deck within the building can be used for all kinds of uh, flexible sporting events. You know, we could do hockey games out there, lacrosse games out there. It can be used for larger concerts, move festivals down there, use it for uh, sort of after the 5K race, after the sky ride, things like that. It really, I think, will be a, a hub for the more active recreational components on the Outer Harbor. See the vision and the plans at WBEN.com. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.